Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hey, thank you for downloading our podcast, everyone. Um, You'll hear about us getting a beautiful uh, picture that Steph gave us. I really like mine. You do? Will you put it up in your house? No. What about in your study? No. It's very regal. Okay. No. When no. I come over, it has to be up on the wall. Okay. You don't come over that often. <laughs> I will now. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah, well, you do um, like spot tests where you just knock, knock, mm. like it randomly. Where is it? To check. Mm. I have a Katy Perry block mount that I'm not allowed to hang up. Oh, so I don't know is if it's a sign. Does it yeah. say, Dear Matthew? It does. Mm. It's yeah. Dear Maddie. Love Katie. But um, there's a lot of stuff that Scotty's not allowed to put out, like his collection of beer. Um, Glass Coolest. cups from oh. around the world mm. that you know accidentally found the way in your bag. Oh, you wouldn't want someone to drop them anyway, they'd be worth a fortune. Uh. Mm. Um, but I'm not sure Esther would like you're gonna have to get this one past Esther. This photo of the queen, it's a, a gift queen, though, but yeah, but still, that's nothing in my house, especially what's hanging on the wall decoratively. Um, put it in no your shed, you can hang it up in your shed. Oh, yeah, I could have a queen in my shed. You got me there. <laughs> what if I tell the kids that it's their great great grandmother, whether yeah. they'll have any idea? Yeah. She looks familiar. Why is she on money? <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere along the way, they might be related. Yes, and everyone should do it. Contact your local member and get your... Uh... Well, don't well, give you, it away. You hear how you could do it. Well, you did give away who it was. I was trying not to do that. Mm. Yeah, well, that's all right. Mm. It might be, what's wrong with the band Queen? Mm. Mm. <laughs> Saved <Good> one. <laughs> And we talked to a guy who was uh, posted himself in a crate. Mm. Yeah, interesting man. Got to hear it to believe it. Let's get into the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Two days ago, I picked up my son from school and he was just, you know, when you can see their face, that something's going on. So we did that fast walk to the car so that he doesn't explode. He sits (laughs) in the car. He's in the front seat. He turns to me and he says, my lunch was crap. And I said, excuse me? I'll give you the, this is the true conversation. Excuse me? Don't you dare use language like that. And do you know what? That is so rude. There are kids out there that can't afford lunch and oh, they would be grateful that, old chestnut that there is food in their lunchbox. How dare you? And he said, well, you know what? You should make lunch for them. And I said, I will. And he goes, I wonder if they're happy with the Vegemite butter ratio that I got. And I said to him, I quit. I kind of yelled that one. I quit. And he goes, what? I said, I quit. I'm not doing it anymore. I hate lunchbox making. I am not doing it. You do not understand how fussy you are. And it's good that lunchbox are separated because all food can't touch. Like, do you know how abnormal that is that food can't touch? Has he got a yum box? Is it a yum box? Yeah, he's got one of those. But, like, Finn is, he's nine turning ten. And Mm. still, at this point, if I serve up, let's just do, like, a Mexican bowl. I'm sorry. I just need to vent. A Mexican bowl, right? There is is beautiful stuff. There is, like, there's rice Mm. and there's cheese Mm. and there's lettuce Mm. and there's mince. He has to have a bowl of lettuce first, go and wipe it out, then have the bowl of cheese, then have it wiped out, and then have the bowl of rice. He likes Mexican bowls, huh? He likes, uh, what's it, deconstructed? It all gets mixed <laughs> up in your stomach, mate. Anyway, I, I, quit. I quit. <laughs> so I quit. Talk- I'm not doing lunches. I hate lunches. I make them before, like the night before, yeah. but apparently I didn't spread the butter evenly over the bread. Did you break the bread? No, I-, I didn't. I Nope. It's annoying when you get a sandwich and they haven't let the butter sit out for a second so it's spreadable and then it rips through the middle. You want to complain? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. 
I'm not doing it anymore. Like, I actually quit. And then I said to her, mate, come make your lunch. She goes, no, 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 mum, I'm really sorry. You do spread it better than I could ever spread it. <laughs> so, no, I'm not doing it. What else is in the lunchbox? Mm. There was cut up carrots, which he actually likes because, you know, he eats fruits and veggies. Yeah. No worries. And then I put a, um, uh, a gluten-free, you know, we're a gluten-free house, but they're yeah. um, melting moments, which are delicious. Oh, what's he complaining about? I would love a the melting moment as a sandwich kid. didn't have the crust out, but I was like, you're nine, you deal with it. <laughs> and the butter was not evenly spread he's, with the ratio of Vegemite. He's Gordon Ramsay. I don't know what's with kids these days. They're, they're so fussy with their food. Mm. We just wing back in the day. We were lucky we to have food. It. And I said, do you know why your dad gets some dinner cooked for him every night? Because I could serve up any meal and he will eat it even if he hates it and mm. says that was delicious, babe, because mm. he is... Well trained. <laughs> <laughs> what's um? What's Jagger's vibe on the lunch boxes? Does... Jagger in the back, bless his heart, said, yeah. "Mom, I just like to let you know that I hated my lunch too, but I ate it." <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said, "Thank you, hon. I appreciate that." Because I'm just wondering. Yeah. You know, would you prefer your kid just to suffer all the way till year twelve, mm. or would you? What is a better way that Finn could have approached the conversation with you? Mum, I was just wondering if I could help you with your lunch. He knows that I don't do it. He's at an age where he could do it himself, Mm. and I'm trying to tell him that I have quit. And even though I quit two days ago, I ordered a lunch order, (laughs) (laughs) which I never do. And then last night he just sucked up so much that I made it. But I'm still quitting. And look, if there are kids out there that want to issue complaints right now about your lunchbox, this is your time to vent or forever hold your peace don't have it in the lunchbox half eaten because mm. there are kids out there that are hungry. <laughs> Sometimes they swap amongst themselves. You're not allowed to. Not allowed to. Allergies. Of course, peanuts yeah. could kill someone. Man, you're not even allowed to have peanuts. Oh, mm. See, that's the problem as well. Like mm. our kids will eat nuts like there's no tomorrow mm. and being gluten-free and but you can't. fussy as anything, but mm. you can't pack nuts. So mm. that's, that's a hard mm. thing. Back in the day, a roll-up was like... A high commodity. Oh, you, yeah. you could get multiple items for was, one roll-up. That was like front row seats at the concert. Oh, well, yeah. the, the, the roll-up got sent back by the teacher. Why? Because it was not approved. It was too much sugar. Oh, so that's because oh. then you started unpacking them and saying they were homemade, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I put in a Ziploc bag and said it was homemade. <laughs> I roll up all the fruit myself. Excuse me, read the label, lady. Real fruit, flat out. <laughs> yep. There are kids out there, because I don't know, I'm just saying it's my most hated job and I have quit. Mm. All right. Talia, you're <laughs> 12, um, what's wrong with your lunchbox? So my mum's always putting gross stuff in there constantly and even I'm too afraid to tell her and just let her drag it out or I just don't eat it. And there's <laughs> like a list. Okay, what sort of things? Say it now. So um, things like dried snow peas, rice cracker chips, tuna sandwiches, seaweed slices, mm. those kind of things. I just hate them. She's trying her hardest to be healthy though. You know, sorry. Hey, 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 mm-hmm. hey. It's mm-hmm. not what this is for. She'll take that on board. <laughs> Talia, are you leaving them in the lunchbox or are you chucking them in the bin and making out you ate them? I'm either chucking them in the bin, mm. leaving them, or trading them with my friends. Yes. Yeah, so the trading does still happen illegally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's underground. It's underground. Is anyone, it's is anyone taking the tuna sandwich? No, actually, nobody in all of my friend group that <laughs> yeah. I yeah. sit with. Likes tuna. No one yeah, likes that's tuna. A hard, that's a hard one to put. I'm going to say, Talia, you you got a tough trade there. There's nothing I would even take. <laughs> no. Hey, Ryan, uh, Rylan, you're uh, seven and a half. What do you not like in your lunchbox? Um, my mum puts in um fruit and 
football lunch time, they go, oh, yuck. So, hmm. I fr- so I just throw them in the bin and and so I don't get in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Good boy. What a but monster. But no, no, don't you need fruit? Don't you need fruit? Isn't it compulsory for Munch and Crunch? You've got to either have a f- piece of fruit? No, I don't have Munch and Crunch. I just throw it out in lunchtime because... Hmm. Um, so no teacher could see me. Yeah, okay. Mm. Right. <laughs> I can see Ryland just sneak Bananas over Bananas do go brown very quickly in Queensland. They do. A little bit of lemon juice. A oh, lemon on juice the, on, on the it. peel. On the, on the, on the, if you put it on the... Um, on the peel. On, on, the, the on, the, on the inside, it'll keep it fresh. So you, un- you peel, unpeel the banana Unpeel the banana, her? put it in, squeeze lemon juice on it, it'll stay fresh. Same with avocado. Is that what Rory has? No. I just know. <laughs> I just know that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. We have an eight-year-old, Sophia... What do you hate in your uh, lunchbox? Uh, I hate an Uncle Toby cookie. Oh, wow. Mm. Really? Have you ever told your mum this? Uh, no. 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 Are you in the car with her now, Sophia? No. Oh, no. okay. I was going to say, now's the time. Just rip the Band-Aid off. <laughs> give it to her. <laughs> Just to, oh, we're being told by the producers mum is there. Mum's with you. Well, you're on mum's Isn't phone, she? are you? She's standing next to me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Right. Not in, in the car. car. Tell her. So can you say, hey, just say, Mum, I hate the biscuit. Please stop putting it in my lunchbox. Mum, I hate the biscuit. Please stop putting it in my lunchbox. What's her face look like? Well, she didn't take that well at all. <laughs> Was she okay with it? We never heard yeah. from Sophia again. Oh, there no. she is. Thank God. Thank God, Sophia. <laughs> Sophia's getting the look. Uh, good on you guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Oh, I love these stories. You start out thinking this can't be true, and then it's up to the guest to convince us. <laughs> when we hear it, then we believe it. It's in a book. It must be real. Brian Robson's biography, it's called The Crate Escape. Yes, I did say that right. The Crate Escape, because, Brian, <laughs> you mailed yourself from Melbourne to where? From Melbourne to London, actually, but I didn't quite get that far. <laughs> so, okay, let's all right. Let's take this back. Let's unpack this, much like you did yourself. The, it's it's a crate. So you obviously did not want to pay for a, a flight, so you paid to for a crate. And your theory yep. was that you got inside it. What did you have with you? Uh, well, actually, let me correct what you just okay. said. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that I, I didn't want to pay for the flight. It was that I couldn't afford to. Bear in mind, we're talking about a long time ago and flights were really expensive. Mm. But I'd had to have stayed in Australia for two years uh, before I could leave or paid the fare out as well. And that was totally impossible. So I made a crate, uh, as you said, and uh, airmailed myself. You did it in 1965, so you were only 19 years old at the time. That's right. That's correct, yes. 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 And what did did you take in this crate? To the best of my memory, I had an empty bottle uh, for obvious reasons. Um, I had roughly about a litre of water, I suppose, pint or litre of water. Mm -hmm. Uh, In another bottle, a pillow to lean back on, a suitcase. I think that was about it. Wow. (laughs) No food? You didn't take food? No, think about it. Think about it. If you're going to travel in a, in a crate and you eat and 
uh, take yeah. food with you. You need other. Mm. You, need, you need you need an onboard toilet. And yeah. I didn't have that. Um, yeah, <laughs> but there's only one of you to decide which corner. I guess you know. Then, when, well, then, then, then they say that in a cave. Yeah, everyone's got to pick a corner. It wasn't that big. I wish it was. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I, I didn't even eat for three days before I went. And I took laxatives to make sure that everything was fine. And I didn't need a corner. Wow. Oh, now people hearing this because it was so long ago. Now, um, I even when I flew out. Um, from the UK to Australia back in the day, it took 27 hours. It's shorter and shorter now. But how long were you in the crate for and on the plane? Uh, five days. Holy moly. Uh, I got in as a boy, I got out as a man. I can imagine. <laughs> so you said that you almost made it. The flight went from Melbourne to where? Where was the first stopover? Uh, Sydney. Uh, Sydney was the only international airport in Australia at the time. So uh, then you went from um, Sydney to where? I went, well, I should have gone from Sydney with Qantas uh, across the, over Europe and Asia and whatever, uh, and into London, but they changed the flights and they didn't tell me. Mm. Uh, and they put it on the Pan American flight, which went across the Pacific and over to um, Los Angeles. It's just occurred to me, Brian, of course, because you were freight. You know what it's like when you're tracking your parcel mm. and it turns up in <laughs> Brisbane and then all of a sudden it says it's back in New York <laughs> and then it goes to Melbourne and comes here. Mm. They, it's, they're not treating they're him not like, doing a, it like a human. direct flight that needs to get there urgently. That's yeah. right. They're just oh, passing they were, him around. They were definitely treating me like freight, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that was your fault. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you should have put fragile on there. Yeah, oh, I did. Yeah. I didn't take much notice of that, but I did. And in actual fact, of course, remember in 65, we didn't have any tracking devices no, at all. No. So I didn't know where I was until I arrived. <laughs> so what happened in LA that you were discovered? Do you remember coming off that plane and take us through that moment? Uh, we arrived in LA. Remember, I didn't know where I was, mm. but I thought I was in London <laughs> uh, because they'd taken it off the aircraft and there were bright, I always remember, bright yellow lights inside a hangar mm. and all over the airport. And they took me on this, this truck thing uh, into a hangar, put the crate down, and then everybody left, or whoever did it left. Mm. And I thought, you know, I'm in London. I've finally done it. I'm here. And I didn't know how long it had taken either, by the way. Mm. And so I wanted to see what time it was. So I tried to reach across for a little torch uh, that I had hanging in front of my nose. I forgot to mention that in the mm -hmm. first place. Uh, but, of course, I, I, I could hardly move my arms, legs, or anything. And as I picked the torch up, I managed to drop it. Uh, uh, it turned itself on, or I turned it on, and it hit the floor of the crate, and I couldn't reach it. I just couldn't get to it. Uh, and uh, I was there for about half an hour or an hour uh, without realizing that the light from the torch was shining through the slits in the crate. Yeah. Uh, and then about an hour, something like that later, uh, two guys were well, walking past. And that's when I realized I wasn't in London because they both had American accents. <laughs> <sighs> so did you kick, how were you planning to get out? It had to be nailed. Well, one, someone had to nail you in there and yes. it also had to be tight enough not to come off. So did you have, who put you in the box and how were you getting okay. out of the box? Two immigrants uh, in Melbourne, uh, actually, uh, well, I got in and they nailed it down and put it onto a taxi truck, as they were called in those days, and uh, sent me to the airport. It was all pre-booked. Mm -hmm. uh, and to get out, I also forgot I had a hammer in there as well, by the uh, way. Uh, and the idea was when I got to London, 
uh, I would knock the side of the crate out, mm-hmm. get out and walk home, as everyone does when they arrive in a crate. <laughs> <laughs> but your body must have been, were you able to do that? Because not moving for five no. days, you would have been quite uh, emancipated and um, weak. Yeah, well, in actual fact, I couldn't move. Yeah. Um, literally couldn't move. Um, and even when I was taken out of the crate, uh, it, it was in, it took about about another five days before I could move properly. Wow. Uh, and that was in hospital. <laughs> so those two guys that opened the crate because they saw the flashlight on, do you remember what their words were when they first opened up? Yeah, I remember it. They wondered what was in the crate. They walked over and they took the waybills off the crate that we'd prepared. We said it was computer parts for a mainframe computer. Mm-hmm. And uh, they actually, one of them said, oh, look, there's a notch hole in the side of the crate. And he bent down on his knees and he looked through that hole and he, his eyes met my eyes direct. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't move. I couldn't speak. I couldn't move. I couldn't do anything. And, well, if there was an Olympic Games in those days, he'd have won for the backflip. Wow. <laughs> he, he would have thought you were a dead body, though. He did. Yeah. In fact, they, they ran off. Uh, he did. I think he shouted there was a body in there. They both ran off, and it was about another half an hour to an hour before the place was flooded with people. And apparently he spent that time trying to persuade his supervisor that there was a body in the crate. Wow. Um, and then, of course, the FBI, CIA, airport, I thought everybody arrived all at once. I wasn't even ready for them, you know. And, <laughs> and they, they arrived, uh, and the CIA agent uh, got on his knees and looked down, and I blinked as he was looking into my eyes, and he said, it's not a body, it's, uh, it's a live person. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And then were you arrested? <laughs> they couldn't arrest me. There was no law against it in 65. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Although, actually, I must say, we didn't know that. Uh, it was just pure luck that there wasn't a law. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then I guess you actually had a ticket then to go from L.A. to London. Uh, Pan American actually flew me into um, America. Uh, to Los Angeles, and they very kindly gave me a first-class ticket uh, <laughs> all the way to good old Heathrow, London Heathrow. Wow. Uh, and uh, so, yes, they flew me out, and uh, good old airline, Pan American. <laughs> hey, Brian, what well, yeah. a story. You've got a book all about it as well, The Crate Escape. Um, I'm sure you talk about the smell in there, which we don't have time to cover off now, but we really appreciate your time this morning. Uh, thank you very much. And if anybody wants the book, by the way, it's available on Amazon in Australia because it's not in the bookshops yet. Okay. <laughs> They'll whack it in a crate you. and send it over. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Yesterday, I hit hero status. Oh, yeah. I think we're going to be the judge of that because that is a big call to give yourself that song. Well, let's open mind. What right. did you do? My Very wife, hero. My wife sang it to me oh, as I uh, did uh, said task for her. On the way home, I always give my wife a call to see if she needs me to pick anything up from the shops on the way. That's nice. Um, and she lets me know. Generally, she says no because she doesn't trust me to go to the shops. Mm-hmm. But yesterday she said, yes, I do need you to do something for me. And uh, she said to me, I need you to come and pick me up, grab your jerry can from the back shed, and take me to the car. (laughs) (laughs) So her and I usually swap cars because we've got, um, we had two car seats between Mm. our cars for the kids, but Xander's out of a car seat now. So now we don't have to do that. We just have one car seat in each for Eden, and then we're fine. 
But what happened with that? For the last six years of our relationship, my wife has never inserted a fuel nozzle into a car and Mm. filled up the car. That's your job. Because there is some guy (laughs) who does it for her Mm -hmm. every single time the empty light is on. So what what is her thing about it? She just hates doing it or you've just always done it? Because it's, it's, it's annoying filling up petrol. You always say to yourself, oh, I don't want to do it this time I get home. Mm. I just want to get home. I'll do it next time. I asked her that. I said, why don't you ever fill it up? And she said, I see the empty light and I think Matt will Matt do will that. Do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a Matt job. And I always do it. And to be fair, you love it. You love getting it the cheapest. It's never really been a problem. On Saturday, though, mm. we got in her car and it was empty. And I said, how long has this been empty for? She said, a few days. We didn't have time to fill it up. And I said, make sure you fill that up because... It's going to run out. And she goes, it won't run out. It's never run out. No, you make it to the coast on that. On the way home from school drop-off, she was driving and it ran out. Mm-hmm. And she, what she said she did is she felt it stop. And so she rolled over to mm-hmm. the left, Anglefield Road uh, in Oxley, and she was parked across someone's driveway. Oh, no. And she said, I can't stay here. So she put it into neutral mm. and rolled, rolled backwards. Mm. So she was only half over their driveway because she figured they could still get out of it. Fair play. Now, this is the part that I realised I'm not just a hero, but I'm also an idiot. Because I said to her, you have to come with me. She's like, why can't you just do it? I said, well, for two things, I can't drive two cars back. Uh. She's like, yeah, good point. <laughs> and I said, I need you to hold the funnel because this is a 20-litre fuel tank and uh. it needs two hands. Mm-hmm. She's like, fine, no worries. Holds it for me, fill it up. She goes, you're the best, babe, really appreciate it. Took the keys to my car, mm-hmm. jumped in my car, mm-hmm. drove home. I'm the sucker who drove to Seven yeah. Eleven and filled up the car for her. So she learnt nothing from yesterday's expedition. Oh, did you want her to give a lesson? I think she knows the lesson to fill up for petrol, but she's not going <laughs> to learn. That's not like she's like, oh, Dan's in distress. She just don't want to do it. And you know what annoyed me even more? When I said to her, I said, why didn't you fill it up? And she said to me, I was on the way to the fuel station. Of course she was. I was like, yeah, sure, like when the cops pull you over <laughs> yeah. and say, hey, you've got bull tyres. Mate, you wouldn't, believe it. wouldn't believe it. I am Dylan. on the way to Kmart Tire and Auto as we speak. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. So credentials for Stav and Matt. Matt has two stamps in his passport. He has gone to Thailand and also to America, cha-ching. And you don't even have an Australian passport, so you are very qualified for answering these. And news around the world, we're going to play a little snippet of a news story, and also it's in a different language, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to guess the story and the language. Okie dokie. You ready, bud? I was born for this moment. As soon as you get all three right, then we stop this game. Oh, I didn't realise that was yeah, it. Yeah. A little bit of initiative for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, here we go. So, first news story. La première place est attribuée au GOAT, Eminem, pour 20,82 milliards de vues. Ça va être chaud, le batterie. Now, I heard Eminem. Yep. <clears throat> French is what I'm thinking for 100%, the language. 100% French. Oui. Put your house on it? Yeah. And oui. bon, bonjour. S'il vous plaît. Quotidien. Yogurt. What did Eminem do? I haven't seen him in the news. I've seen a story oh. recently, but I don't know if this is it. He was talking about who's the guy Megan Fox is going out with? Uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, he. They've they've been talking, um, slagging each other back and forth. Eminem and him. Yeah. Mm. Wouldn't would it might not be his um mum's spaghetti. Oh, yes, the new store that opened up. The new store that opened up. I'm going to say Eminem about his store, French. Mm, Well done. Nice. Nice. 
down in Detroit. The mum's spaghetti. We thought it was a joke, but it's not. It only has three items on there, including pasta, meatballs, and the signature mum's spaghetti, which is a spaghetti sandwich. Second one. Έχει ξεσπάσει ένα άλλο όσον αφορά την Britney Spears. Δεν ξέρω αν έχετε παρακολουθήσει λίγο τα δρόμενα, αλλά η Britney υπήρξε τώρα ένα δικαστήριο όπου ζήτησε. There is one today, guys. I heard the word spicy. Did you? You work on the language because I know the story. Did you not? Did you not hear the word spicy? No, but I heard Britney twice. Listen for spicy. It's right at the start. Έχει ξεσπάσει ένα. Spicy ένα. Έχει ξεσπάσει ένα. No, that's not what you think. Italian? So it's not about a zinger box? No, it's not about a zinger box. Stab is correct that it is about Britney Spears Britney and the story Spears. is to do with it. even does mention the word. Her, um, di- I want to say dictatorship. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of, but in a more yeah. gentler way. What's, what's that word? We always say it. Her conservatorship. Uh, ah, there we go. Yes, yes, she does actually mention conservatorship mm-hmm. in what's it. What's the language, though? Um, Italian is my guess, but... You're the one with the mustache today, so I'm going to leave it up to you. What the yeah. hell difference does that make? Well, because you got the fake mustache on. Yeah, I know, but I don't know how that helps this game. It looks well, smarter. you'd be, you'd be Italian. <laughs> yeah. It's a very Italian-looking <laughs> head you've got today. Okay, well then it's Italian, Mario. <sighs> Greek. Don't say same thing. Do not say same thing. Okay, no. Close. Close. I mean, geographically close. Yeah, but you can't tell. No, you can't say to someone who's Greek, you're Italian. No. That's rude. Yeah. It is rude. Other way around. It's the same as Canadian. They're they're both very follically, so you can see why that happens. Blessed is what you mean. Follically blessed. All right, last one. Привет, с вами Джейн Кравец. Знаете, что я люблю ролики, где знаменитости тупят? Russian. It is one of my favorite books. Russian. Russian. Is the thing, but God. Привет, с вами Джейн Кравец. Вы знаете, что я люблю ролики, где знаменитости тупят. Не потому что я злая, а потому что это реально смешно. And something about um, royals. Did you hear the word royal in there? I didn't. I heard Kravitz. Yeah. And what were we talking about that with? Kravitz. Yeah. Lenny Kravitz is. I'd say more his daughter. <laughs> Going to be on Celebrity. There's a new word Kravitz. that we made up. Kravitz. To do with. Oh, oh the, 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 the drummer. Yeah. <laughs> the drummer <laughs> and, the, like. and the married. Married, the K- K- Kardashian. Yes. Oh, Travis Barker the and the Kardashian girl who got married. Courtney. Well done, guys. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we still got the middle one wrong, so we have to play a few more times. So you guys are getting better. Russian and, of course, Travis Barker and Courtney Kardashian are getting engaged and now having a, a nickname. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. You guys mock me quite regularly on this show uh, about one area of me in particular. Your looks? I didn't know that. No, that was behind his back, huh? Okay, mm-hmm. uh, that's fine. Uh, but no, my, um, my love of random facts. Mm-hmm. I do love a random fact, yeah. and then you guys take to Google and shoot them down and then mock me for my During my the facts. show, people should know that you sit there on your computer and just scroll constantly, generally when we're talking, and it's uh, to find different facts, and you're on BuzzFeed. Mm. Like, it's a joy for you. It is a joy for me. Um, for those of you that haven't heard um, some of my facts, I do have a compilation of some of the things I've thrown out. Some have been true, some have not been true. Mm-hmm. Match was such a popular TV show that when the finale aired, um, at the end of the show, the toilets all backed up and flooded because everyone was saying themselves for the end of the show to go to the bathroom and they all flush the toilets at exactly the same time. 1% of the entire internet is actual original content. Kissing! For one minute will burn 26 calories. That an ostrich's eyeball is bigger than its brain. Years and years ago, my ex-girlfriend's new partner, who was a dentist, told me that if I wanted to get my overbite fixed, I would need to get my jaw broken and reset. 
Yeah. I did notice you cut the one out where you said um, back in the 80s, they used to operate on babies while they were awake and not use anesthetic on them because they believed that they didn't have any... That's 100% no, true. No, we got the doctor on. She said 100% not, We Steph. never got a doctor on. We got the surgeon nah, on. 100% you true. just put anyway, ones, the correct ones in there. <laughs> anyway, okay, here anyway, we go. We're all talking about the Queen at the moment because she's been in the war. She's just pulled out of the um, Glasgow Climate Convention because she's a bit ill. thought I'd throw some Queenie facts at you. Do you know she's, a, she's one of the most famous people in the world? Um, she's owned... More than 30 corgis in her lifetime. Mm-hmm. That's uh, three, uh, a corgi each three years she's been alive. She's the only person in the UK who doesn't need a driver's license to drive nor a passport to travel. And here's one for you guys. Did you know, as Australian citizens, you guys are entitled to your very own portrait of the Queen? And all you have to do to get the portrait of the Queen is to email your local member and he will send you a block-mounted picture of the Queen. Is so, it block-mounted? Yep. Are you 100% sure of the block mounted? Because the block mounted is expensive. Again, we doubt. No, no, but you're 100% a block mounted. Block mounted photo of the Queen. They'll send it in the post? Send it in the post, and she's even wearing a little Australian flag, so you know it's for you. Okay. So. All right. So. Do we believe that or not? Well, um, I guess I don't. Yeah, yep, I believe it. I did hear that fact on Carrie and Tommy. Did you? Not so long ago. <laughs> Not the block mount part, so mm-hmm. that's fresh to me. I, I'm <laughs> I really down the block mount part yeah. because that's an expensive thing. It you is. can get it, and I believed it was just, was it A4, and it was it mailed out? I think that's what I heard. Well, Ugh. I can't get it because I'm not an Australian citizen. Mm-hmm. So, I'm wondering, is one going to come in? Have you I ordered I took the liberties one? of yeah. approaching both your local members on your own behalf. Yeah. So, Steve Minikin for me? Yeah, Steve Minikin for you. Yeah. Who's mine? I don't know. I got the producers to do it. <laughs> and pleased to bring in yeah. the presents for the team now. Wow. They are they are framed. They are framed. It's Did worth they it frame for the frame. Them? They framed them. Natalie went and picked them up yesterday Natalie. afternoon. They framed them. Now that's exciting. <laughs> few things oh about my God, this. That's gorgeous stuff. Yeah, you're welcome. Few things about this. Obs now. Anytime I come over to your houses, that has to be on the wall somewhere. <laughs> and I don't care if you don't have it up when I'm not there. But if you know I'm coming over, you got to bung Queenie up. Okay. Yeah, I'll put it up on uh, on Friday. It's pretty sweet. It's very good. Why has yours actually got the title? Her Majesty the Queen Elizabeth II. I think yours has fallen down a little bit, but it does have it. So So mine just framed... I know that they... It's fresh. We only got them yesterday. I only have an an issue... I know you framed them yourself. (laughs) No, no, no. 100% they came framed like that. I do, but I I believe him. I believe you that they did come like that. Mm. The only issue I have is... Like, if you get her to sign it, I'll hang it. <laughs> but I only su- hang signed memorabilia is my a trick issue. there, didn't I? I should have got the Sharpie out. Yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> I really like it. Now, I, what I also want to do is, I think this is something that no one knows about, so I want everyone out there in Brisbane to contact their local member yes. and get their free queen portrait. You deserve it. You should have it. And yep. then send us in photos of your queen portrait hanging up in I'm your gonna house. I'm going to do this for Christmas. Well, you can't now. i got yours. No, but on, on, my, on my parents' behalf, on my grandmother's yeah. half... Mm-hmm. And she'll just get a photo of the Queen, and they're at such an age now that they'll probably think it's a relative. And you also know what? She's yeah. about to pop off any day now, so, so this, this thing is, is going to skyrocket in value. So. so does that mean we can get Charles soon? <laughs> you can't, no, actually, you can, you can get um, Andrew. I want Harry. You can, you can get I can't Philip. get Harry. You can't, you can't get Harry. You can't get uh, those, but you will be able to get... I wouldn't mind Kate. Can't get Kate. Why they're can't not I get Pokemon. So you can't, can't, you can't collect them all. Why can't I get Kate? It's in the rules. You can't get Kate. You can get free Australian flags if you want them. I don't understand. Why can't you go and get some royals? It has to be on the bloodline. The reigning monarch of your country. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. What a lovely gesture from you over there. That's beautiful. Stab Abby and Matt. 
Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. You guys know how much I love my online shopping. I do it a lot for every single item, basically. But I have been annoyed because when I forget something and I need it quickly, I will press, like la-di-da, the $5 extra for Express to have it uh, delivered. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. But then I've been finding that my Express hasn't been coming. And they go, oh, sorry, there's a lot of strikes in Sydney and Melbourne. And I'm like, oh, okay, we're completely out of it in Queensland. But my thing is, then don't offer the Express. Yeah, that's good. Don't charge the $5 extra saying that there is Express if you cannot do Express. Did they refund the fiver? Someone might have complained enough that they did actually refund the fiver. <laughs> but that was just one company. <laughs> I just meant just take it off your options. Mm. I get it. It's not your fault, but just take it off the options. Thanks, but no thanks. Hangnails. Oh. You know, a little, little bit of skin just off the corner of your finger that you're like, that's annoying, I'm going to rip that off. I can use an eight-inch blade to cut a tomato and cut my finger, but it does not hurt as much as pulling a hangnail. For some reason... just keeps going. That little bit of skin, you rip it, and all of a sudden, you've got a cut all the way up your arm, over your head, and down to your other little toe. You're like, how can this skin just keep on peeling? You know how you, know how you can avoid them? Yeah. You get the orange stick and you put push down your cuticle and then you won't get them anymore. You've told me that, but I don't know where to get an orange stick from. You know what? Get excited for Christmas, baby. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, now you're talking. <laughs> now you're talking. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> no thanks. I know I do this regularly, and I don't know why it's something that I do regularly, but I will when I'm going back to my car, maybe... Twice a week, I will try to get in to the wrong vehicle. Anyone else do that? No. As between your car and your wife's car? No, between my car and a random other black car in oh, the car park. Oh, they look similar. They look similar. Okay. And I'll be like, oh, why is it not opening? Oh, oh, oh. It's an age thing. <laughs> it definitely is. <laughs> when my carer leads me back to the wrong car. <laughs> my grandmother once lost her car in a car park, mm. and when security came and helped her, mm. she was leaning on the car that she <laughs> Oh, really? To be fair, Stab is the most... <laughs> like non-carist you yeah. could possibly imagine. He no. doesn't see brand at all. No, I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm car blind. It's not so bad when it, you just sort of go, oh, that's not my car. Oh, wait. But when there's someone in the car waiting for the <laughs> other person and they're looking up at you like you're trying to carjack them. With that mustache. With this well. mustache. Like, hey, sorry, not my car. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby and Matt on B105.